Is this Sarah? Yes, it is. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Chalk Dust Podcast, where teachers talk about their experiences in the classroom. Because once the dust settles, every teacher has a story to tell. This is Kirby Alexander, your host, and today I'm talking with Sarah Westfall, a middle school math teacher living in Fort Worth, Texas. I first met Sarah back in the fall of 2013 during her second year at TCU, when she was considering changing her major. Like so many other education students at TCU, my introductory education class was her first stop in the College of Education. Since that first semester, I've had the opportunity to work with Sarah on other occasions, and I've seen her grow into the incredibly skilled, talented teacher she is today. Let's go ahead and get started as we hear from Sarah. So Sarah, I really appreciate you taking some time to visit with me today. I know you're busy uh, with teaching from home and uh, with all kinds of other things, so it's, it's really great to hear from you, and I can't wait to hear uh, just some of the stories that, that you've accumulated in your first few years of teaching. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to share. It's really it's, it's exciting to uh, get to be on the show with you. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, tell me a little bit first about just uh, what you're doing right now. You know, where are you teaching? What grade do you teach? What subject? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I teach at Brewer Middle School. Uh, It is in White Settlement ISD, so it's, like, actually a neighbor's uh, Fort Worth ISD, so it's very close. Um, And I teach seventh grade math, so I actually, I teach seventh graders, but I I actually teach the advanced honors class, so Mm -hmm. I kind of have, um, I teach seventh and eighth grade math in one year, so um, it's, it's like that accelerated type program. Gotcha. Um, So. Yeah, so I teach the advanced honors class, and so my kids um, actually get both of them in one year from me, and then they go on to algebra next year. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And um, uh, you studied math education and got your master's in math education, right? I did, yes. Okay, so this has kind of been like, this has been your, you know, your plan for for quite a while now to do this. Yeah. It has. Well, actually, so going into school, so I don't know if you remember, but I was actually in your class my sophomore year. Uh Um, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. So going into TCU, I was actually a business major. um, Oh, wow. Because I, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And teaching had always kind of been in the back of my mind, but um, I hadn't like fully committed to it yet. So uh, I finally made the switch my sophomore year, but, um, and I actually wanted to be a high school math teacher. It wasn't until mm-hmm. I started doing the where we would go to schools in your class. Oh yeah, where we would, like go to different schools. It wasn't until I was in a middle school that I realized I wanted to do middle school. Oh, that's awesome! That's great to hear. Yeah. All right, so I'm making a note to myself: keep sending people to middle schools. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't really you don't really think about middle school, which is kind no. of funny. Because it's like, oh, are you going to do elementary or are you going to do older kids? And right. so the the middle ages are kind of forgotten about. And then I remember being in a, I think it was a, either a sixth or seventh grade class. And I was like, these kids are awesome. Yeah. Like, this is cool. That's awesome. Yep. And, and it could be that it's it's the forgotten age because for many of us, that's the age we try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And <laughs> so, reason, yeah. Yeah. The reason why I wanted to choose it is because it's such like a formative time. And oh, yeah. the kids, I, I always explain it as it's kind of like that fork in the road where mm-hmm. a kid's either going to go, they're either going to go this way or they're going to go that way. And I yes. try to um, be there for them to 
push them to go this way instead of that way. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, and now seeing my own kids in middle school, I can I can definitely see that. Like some oh, kids yeah. are starting to go one way or the other, and yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really important time in a kid's life. It really is. So tell me, how did you uh, land this first teaching job? Is the place that you're teaching now the the first school where you uh, got hired? Yes, it is. Okay. So yeah, so I'm actually um, I'm in my third year here. Okay. So it's kind of so when I was uh, applying, so I I went to the TCU job fair mm-hmm. um, or the teaching fair yes. um, when I was in grad school, um, and I actually made a lot of connections there. But actually, the school that I'm at now was not there. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, the way that I got my job, yeah. so I actually had, I had multiple different job offers because I was kind of like a <laughs> I was I was a I'm a big go getter. So yeah, that's um, awesome. Well, what people told me, they were like, well, you just kind of put your application into this, like, it's like a big void, pretty much. Yes. So you just kind of like, you know, for Forward ISD, you just, and you put your application in, and I was just kind of like waiting, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this seems like it's not going to get me anywhere. Um, I think it was, it's Apple Track, is that what it's called? Uh, something like you, that, yes. Yeah. So you just kind of put it in there, and you just wait for someone to contact you, and yeah. so I wasn't being so uh, pretty much what I did is I, I already had an idea of kind of where I wanted to teach and what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, of, one of my things is I, I wanted to teach in a Title I school. Mm-hmm. That was um, a, a pretty much a deal breaker for me that I wanted to teach somewhere. Yeah. Um, that was one. Um, and so the way I actually, when I was in grad school, I uh, was tutoring for Daggett. Um, middle school oh yeah in in fort worth isd mm-hmm. so i was doing i was doing some star tutoring for them um and then i ended up interviewing with them and that was one of the job offers i got but mm-hmm. pretty much what i did is i just i emailed the principals directly and i attached my resume oh wow hey this is this is my name this is uh, what i'm about just kept it pretty brief attached my resume and said um please let me know if we could set up a time to talk or whatever so i actually had like maybe five or six interviews set up with mm-hmm. um, Fort Worth ISD. I did um, Everman ISD. I did Lake Worth, White Settlement. So I had a few different ones. Um, but I went in and I met with my principal here at Brewer, and she was just amazing, mm-hmm. honestly. And um, she, so the uh, department head for seventh grade math was actually in the interview. Oh, so wow. I yeah, so I got to talk to her some, which I really enjoyed, yeah. and I actually, so I actually reached out to her after as well because the principal had offered me the job, um, like pretty pretty soon after, mm-hmm. um, and this was in April of, um, so I I got on it pretty quickly. So this was in April of my grad school year. Yeah. Um, but uh, I reached out to the department head and I was like, hey, would you mind if I just like asked you some questions or maybe even came into your classroom? And she was like, yeah, of course. So I actually set up um, an observation with her. Mm-hmm. I got to like I went into the classroom before I set up or before I accepted the position. Oh, wow. Because uh, that was one of the biggest things for me. And that's something that my principal, even to this day, she'll tell me like, like no one's ever done that before and we really loved it (laughs) 
yeah, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I just wanted to make sure it was the right fit. Yeah. And so I got to go in and I met with, I, I got to be in one of her classes. I think I was there for a few hours, actually. Mm-hmm. I got to meet the team and I was like, yeah, y'all are really awesome. It was very like a, co- a cohesive team and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and I, I could feel that mentorship from the department head. Yeah. And I really, I really liked her and we connected. And so I accepted the position and here I am. And actually yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So, so she actually ended up leaving the year after and, okay. um, we had kind of some team changes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then I actually slipped into her role. So now I am the seventh grade department. Head oh, wow. For my, okay. Yeah. So, well, you know, uh, it all worked out. That, and now that, here I am three years later, still loving it. That's, that's fantastic. So, yeah. uh, what do you remember then, you know, after you got that job about that summer leading up to mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, when you were going to finally start teaching, you know, what do you, what were you doing? How were you planning? How are you feeling? So I was pretty nervous. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, I was very, <laughs> yeah, I was very like excited and anxious to get into my room. I think that was the thing that I was most nervous about was actually seeing my classroom and getting it set up. Uh huh. And I couldn't see it until we had our new teacher training, like August 1st. Okay. And so that whole thing, and you know, people had told me like, oh, just reach out to your principal and see if you can go. And I was just, I was too nervous. And so of course I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's fine. Um, So pretty much that summer, I, I was trying to like stock up on school supplies and um, I, you know, did my Walmart runs and I would get you know, pencils and all this stuff, which is actually kind of funny because right when I got there, they were like, oh, you didn't need to do that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, well, I did that anyways. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think for me, I was just so anxious to get in there that I just, um, but right when you get into your room, you know exactly what you need to do and mm-hmm. you can situated, so. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I think that just about every person who's about to start a teaching job gets to know the dollar section at Target pretty yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like teacher's best friend. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so you know, you have your classroom ready to go. You've finally, you know, gotten everything set up. You know, what was it like on that first day of school and even in maybe the first, you know, the first few days of school when you finally got to meet your students? So it was, it was really good. It was really awesome. Um, so I, so for me, I was more nervous about like them getting to know me, mm-hmm. I think, um, than like actually teaching math. Cause I was like, Oh, I got the math thing down. Like we're good. Right. Um, my thing was just like, Oh, well they have no idea who this person is. And, right. um, I, I just wanted to make sure that it, that was like one of my biggest things my first few days of school was like, how do I get these kids to see me and to like know me for who I am mm-hmm. as opposed to like another teacher or whatever. And yeah. um, but I think that was, <laughs> that was what I was most nervous for the first day. So I actually, I made a PowerPoint of myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, that's at funny. <laughs> it was like, these are my hobbies include this and yeah. All these things about me and I remember like the one of the last days of school, my kids were like, um, they're like, Do you remember how like awkward you were on the first day of school? <laughs> and I was like, 
I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I was actually trying to forget that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah, I remember you were just like talking about yourself. And I was like, I just, they were like, it was, they like, they liked it. So yeah. um, oh, it ended up being okay, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny. Yeah. And you know, and what I've heard from a lot of early career teachers is they're also worried about, you know, our other teachers in the building going to think I'm one of the seventh graders. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially, you know, cause you're young, you know, the age oh. gap between you and your students isn't that much, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't even, I wasn't necessarily worried because I already knew that would happen. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm, a, I'm also short, so I'm four <laughs> less. So, oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of my kids were already taller than me. So I, it honestly, it still happens to this day, three years later. So, right. uh, like, yeah, do you have a hall <laughs> yeah. pass? Uh, you know, I work here. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I've actually, I've been like called out by a teacher going into the teacher restroom before. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, they were like, that's for teachers. And then I turned around, and they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well. I'll just- Cry now. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it happens to just about everybody who teaches middle school and high school. So, oh yeah, you're you're not Absolutely. alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you you finally uh, you get to meet your students, and you know, I guess you probably spend some time just getting them oriented. Obviously, you mm-hmm. spend some time making sure they knew who you were, but probably also going through classroom procedures and you know how do yeah. you or how do you organize your notebook and that kind of stuff. Right. And so. Talk about that transition from those early in the year activities to actually having to do the real work of teaching when you're planning lessons, you know, assessing student learning, giving feedback, that kind of thing. Right. So ours actually happens pretty quickly. Uh huh. Um, so especially for my class. So my first year of teaching, I actually had to double prep. Um, okay. So I had three classes that were just on level seventh grade math. Mm-hmm. And then the classes were the advanced honors math. Ah. So that so the difference between the two classes is the on level seventh grade was um, taking the seventh grade star. And mm-hmm. then the advanced class was actually taking the eighth grade star. Oh, wow. Which sure if you're um, like familiar, but the yeah. eighth, so it's fifth, it's fifth and eighth grade that are the ones that like count for um, moving on to the next grade. Yes. Um, so eighth grade actually takes their star test like a month and a half earlier than oh, seventh wow. grade. So I, yeah, so we had to jump in pretty quickly, which was actually kind of like, it was like a little bit of whiplash for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully I did have my mentor teacher yes. um, to help me. And honestly, like, and I, I'm still friends with her now and we still talk and um, she's so amazing. Um, that was one of the biggest reasons I chose this school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember choosing between schools. So I was in grad school at the time. And I remember I sat down with Dr. Switzer because um, mm-hmm. he was one of my closest professors. And yeah. he gave me the advice of, remember, like, you can help all you want. But until you know how to help, you're not going to be as effective as you want. And mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well make sure that you have the mentorship and the teamwork that you need um, in order to become a good teacher. Yeah. So that was huge for me in deciding where I was going to teach. And so having this team that I had made the transition so much easier. Um, I I wasn't like dropped into it and they were like, good luck. See you later. Um, So thankfully for me, I had um, 
I had three other teachers who oh, I got yeah. to play with, and they were they were very very helpful with um, the lessons and coming up with notes and things like that. And I'll be completely honest with you, I didn't start creating my own material mm-hmm. probably until I don't know maybe uh, after Thanksgiving. Oh wow. So it, cause it's, it's that much, like yeah. you don't realize how much it is until you're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would all sit down and we would work together. And, um, that's probably one of the things that I would stress the most yeah. is just wherever you're choosing, make sure that it's somewhere where you feel that teamwork mm-hmm. as opposed to feeling like, Oh, well you're, you're kind of like this annoying, you know, first year teacher who's like asking for all this help. Um, yeah, they don't see it as that. They see it as like, well, you're for. They've been in your shoes before. Yeah, and that's what I was reminded of. Is they were they've been in my shoes. They knew I I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I, you know, it's just it's it's a matter of materials. Like they, you know, you, they. The biggest thing is learning how to teach. So getting the materials on top of that was just. Um, it was a big. It was a big stress relief to be able to like do it. I yeah. guess more team together than just be like thrown into it so I, th- I think I had that um, um yeah. which is very very helpful for me oh that's great yeah yeah I think especially if you have to learn how to teach and learn what you're teaching but at the same time have to go out there and find all the stuff that you're going to use for your teaching you know that can really be overwhelming and especially when you've got the pressure of two preps and one of those preps oh by the way you're taking they're taking a high stakes test earlier than everybody else so so speed it up if you can um Yeah. yeah that can that can really be um, can be really stressful and it's great to have a good team to work with. I, I totally agree. And so, um, you know, in the midst of those first few months or in that first year, did you ever have that moment where you would just kind of stop and look around and be like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? Oh, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I would like, it's funny cause I'll look back through my phone now in my, in my pictures and I would just take like a selfie of myself, like in my classroom by myself. And like, you could tell that my eyes were just like tired and, or I had been crying or something like right. that, which sounds super, that sounds super dark and depressing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to do that, to just kind of like look around and be like, whoa, like this is actually happening because you're thrown in so quickly that you don't get to like take the time to be like, oh, wait, like I'm a teacher. These these kids are looking at me every single day and like this is what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I would do that all the time and be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so what was your, you know, what was your process for kind of just helping, helping yourself work through those feelings of when you felt like you were just overwhelmed or there's just, you know, there was no way you could be effective or, you know, whatever those feelings were, you know, what, what was kind of your go-to resource or process for helping you in those moments? So honestly, I I'll say my mentor teacher was probably my biggest help. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she was right next door to me or I could just always text her or call her. Um, and I, I like can't stress that enough. They'll like, they'll give you a mentor or they won't give you a mentor, but seek one out, seek mm-hmm. someone out feel comfortable talking yeah. to. And, um, it, it was just good to share that information with her and just tell her like, and I, I would constantly re- like say to her, like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm being so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I would say that out loud and she would be like, you're not being annoying at all. Like we've all been there. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was a huge thing for me to hear as a first year teacher from someone that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so like, you're, I was like, you're a master teacher and that's like what I want to be. Um, so honestly it was just being able to reach out to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I realized pretty quickly is that not that like my, my friends and my family couldn't help me. Um, and they were, they were more than willing to listen to me and to, um, talk to me, but, mm-hmm. uh, Finding people in education who you can talk to was probably the biggest thing for me. So even you brought up Emily Benat. Um, yeah. So her, I, her and I were actually roommates in college. And um, oh, okay. Yeah. So we were we're we were pretty close, and we still are very close. And um, so at the time we were in different districts, but um, having those teacher friends from college and from um, just that you meet at your school. So they might be teaching a different subject or something like that, but making sure that you reach out to them and talk to them, um, that became my, my process of thinking it wasn't even necessarily working through it. It was just understanding that this is normal. Right. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I remember, you know, advice from your parents or, you know, grandparents or whatever is always good. You know, they'll say eat dinner and, you know, go to bed and that's, that's right. good advice, but it's not necessarily going to help me teach my lesson right. or, or address behavior better the next day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. But this is still a thing. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you, uh, think about your first year, when you look back on that year, you know, if you're anything like, like, you know, like I was and like a lot of teachers, you know, you're constantly evaluating yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and so were there any areas of your teaching where you would like, where you were saying to yourself, you know, this, there may, it may be too late to start this now, you know, or I can try, but maybe the kids are already in kind of a routine, but starting like on day one of next year, I'm going to start doing this thing differently. Hmm. Um, probably, let's see. I would say classroom management just because that's something that can always be improved on. Mm-hmm. But I was actually, I was weirdly good at it my first year. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone always told me to be more mean than you think. Right. And it actually kind of worked for me. Right. Um, so I would, I would say the thing that I wish I could have started was just um, using technology more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I knew that that was a thing going in, obviously, like, in, you know, you're in college and you're you're learning about all of these different um, games and these different things that you can use. And it's so cool and interactive. But then mm-hmm. you get into the classroom and what I the trap I fell into was, OK, so we didn't we we only had projectors um, in our rooms. We didn't, yeah. have, we didn't have cardboards yet, which we do now. Mm-hmm. Um and we just had a laptop cart in our room. Yeah. So the, t- the kids were not one-to-one yet. So I had that laptop cart. I just didn't know how to use it effectively, but uh-huh. also get all of my things taught. So I was on a pretty strict um, day-to-day timeline because I had so many teaks I had to teach mm-hmm. uh, just to get them ready. And I felt so rushed, I think, was my issue my first year. Yeah. Um, I felt like I, I couldn't start establishing like, Oh, every Friday we are going to get the laptops out and we're going to do an interactive activity or something like that. Right. Um, and so I think that was my biggest thing is I knew all these technology things were out there and I knew that there were all these resources available to me. I just didn't know how to use them. Right. Uh, 
because again, you're just kind of juggling all these things of like, oh, I have to do notes and then I have to do practice and then I have to do, you know, one thing yeah. after another, I'm trying to walk around and help all the students and how do you make sure that the kids are on the right website and things like that when you have the computers out. So it just kind of turned into, it's more comfortable not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so until I kind of had my feet stable, I guess, and down, yeah. um, I felt like I couldn't start it. Yeah. So like you said, it's just like, do you start it mid year? Um, so I think, I think it was th- just being able to incorporate that technology, however that looked, mm-hmm. um, into my classroom that, um, that was hard for me to do my first year of teaching. Right. And when you're on such a tight timeline, you don't really have any wiggle room for a, a day where right. you just, it's kind of a lost day. If you, right. If exactly. The, if the technology fails or the activity ends up being a bust. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But from from the beginning of the next year, you know, maybe you can have you've had more time to reflect on how to infuse technology right. into a lesson rather yep. than yeah, than trying to just yeah. make it a, a a standalone thing. Yeah, I totally exactly. understand that. Yeah. And um so what do you, you know, what do you uh remember the most about that first year when you look back on it? Hmm. Honestly, it's weird because I don't really remember the the teaching as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just remember the kids a lot. So yeah. I'm really I'm really big on relationships and um, again, like I said, getting the kids to know me and feel comfortable with me um, and understanding my story. I think that was one of the biggest things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just remember hanging out with them that sounds really weird and I'm like did I teach my first year like <laughs> I was like, what, I was like what was I doing honestly yeah. it's like weird looking back because I'm right. like I feel like we were just like hanging out a lot of the times right. um which I think is um just like a, a big part of me as a teacher and everyone has their different style and um I think for me I just I remember joking around with them uh-huh. and um, I, th- you know, it's, it's hard because you, you can get all the advice in the world and all the different, you know, uh, you can read all the books and, um, use all your notes from your classes and, and yeah. college and things like that. But I think it's until you get into the classroom, you don't realize your style of teaching. Yeah. Um, and one of my, my biggest things about my style is that I'm just very like personable with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always struggled with, oh, well, am I their friend or am I their teacher? But right. I realized I'm, I'm both. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I think looking back on my first year, I, I just remember that I was, I, I was their friend almost. Right. Um, and that's why they were so receptive to me and they wanted to do the math. Um, yeah. Like they, it's, it, 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 you know, this is a title one school. I was teaching on level kids who, you know, they can't, I look at their last year star scores and they got maybe, what eight out of 42 questions correct. Like that's pretty crazy, you know, thinking about it. Um, yep. and looking at that student at the end of the year, I remember a specific student, he had never passed the math star test. Um, and wow. he passed it. He passed it in my class. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. He had gone from getting maybe like between five and seven or eight questions. Correct. So he got like 16 or 17. Correct. When he took it for me. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And so, but I, I just remember I, I was, I was friends with them. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I remember most from my first year is as opposed to the actual teaching part. Yeah. And I think that's really important, you know, especially for, for kids at that age, for them to start to understand that 
uh, you know, they always like to say, isn't is a teacher or an adult cool? And that right. cool doesn't necessarily mean that I'm just going to let you do whatever you want. Exactly. But, but cool means I care for you, but I'm also going to call you out <laughs> exactly. when you're not no, doing you, what you need to do. That's exactly it. And I took the time to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge, I think, piece of them growing up is learning what it, what a, you know, like a good, healthy, functional relationship looks like that it's not just them, you giving them free reign to, to goof off. Exactly. Yeah. That seems fun in the moment, but I think looking back, they realize that that person didn't do them any favors. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, kind of related to that, when you think about your these three years that you've been teaching, you know, what's been kind of the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest thing you've learned or the, you know, the most important lesson that you've kind of taken away from these three years? Either what have you learned about yourself or about teaching? Is there anything, you know, for people who are thinking about this, this career that, that you've learned from the three years you've been involved in it? Right. Um, I would just say, I mean, it kind of goes with um, my first year is uh, just like the impact you can have Mm -hmm. on these students' lives. Um, And it's just taking the time to do that. It's a lot, it's a lot of effort and it's very, you get very emotionally involved. Um, But Mm -hmm. I think setting those healthy boundaries for yourself is huge um, because it really allows you to, just pour into these kids. And I think that the biggest thing that I've learned is just being able, like it's okay to share with them. Um, I think that's one of the, just the, I don't know, something that I've really gotten good at um, is being able to share my life with them. And it, you know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm goofy, silly, and um, I'm not, you know, come in, sit down immediately. And, and it's, it's okay to be a little lax on different things. Mm -hmm. I think, um, it's choose your battles is kind of one of the things that I say a lot. Yeah. Um, really just choose your battle with the kid and, um, each kid is going to look different. So I think just, just taking the time to just make sure that the kid knows you so they Mm -hmm. feel comfortable with who you are so that they feel comfortable sharing who they are. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's important to share your story with them. Yeah. Um, that's something that I really learned and that's something that they are very receptive to. Mm-hmm. Um, whether your story looks similar to theirs or not, yeah. um, they don't really, they don't really care. Yeah. You know, they care that you're sharing your story with them and then they, they care why share why you're there. Um, yeah. and that's something I, I say to them over and over again. Um, I'll say my, my teacher friends know, and uh, my family knows my friends know, and I'll be like, yeah, I'd have the talk the other day and they're like, Oh, the talk. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's the, uh, it's the talk of education is your opportunity. Ah, uh, you know, um, yes. don't spoil it. You, you can do so much more than you realize and, um, people reward effort and things like that. It's just being able to see the kids yeah. over and over again. And, um, just making sure that they understand why you're there, why they're there, and why this is important. Mm-hmm. I think this, it's always probably eight lessons that I just put into one. <laughs> That's totally, <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, but this too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. And yeah, so, them. Yeah. And so now that you've, you know, everything's had to move 
online, you know, what are some things you've done to try to uh, maintain that, you know, the relationships with the students and just being kind of that consistent person in their lives? Right. Um, So, yeah, so we've done, I guess this was week eight. I'm trying to think of what I uh, named my video this week. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was week eight of online learning. Um, And so what I've made sure that I've done every single week is um, whether it's a lesson video that I've done or one of my colleagues has done, um, where we're just working through notes with an iPad or iPad stand. Mm -hmm. I just make sure at the beginning of each video I have my face in it. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, I explain what we're doing for the week. So um, I set up my, my iPad somewhere in my apartment. Yeah. Um, and I just say, hey, um, hope y'all are doing well. This is what we're doing this week. Please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. And it's about two minutes of me talking. Mm-hmm. But I just make sure that they can see my face and um, they can hear my voice. Yeah. Um, actually, this week, so this was our last week of material. And mm-hmm. so I have a and each year where on the last day of school, I will write a letter to my students and I read it to them. Oh, that's awesome. And so this week I actually recorded myself reading my letter to them. Um, and so I was able to post that. It's about, I mean, seven or eight minutes long. Um, yeah. It's just me. It's, it's a lot of things that I, I like to say and remind them and think it's the, you know, air quotes, the talk. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just an experience talk but um i actually got a lot of really good feedback from that video from my parents and students and just saying like you're one of the only two which was shocking they were like you're one of the only teachers who like consistently talk to us yeah um and so i just made sure that i videoed my face and i know that's weird and people are uncomfortable with it but (laughs) we gotta we gotta roll with it and yeah that's what i tried to do so um, that's awesome yeah yeah and you know, and if you're able to get through that letter uh, without crying, well, then that's even an, another st- another skill. <laughs> so, no, I did. I, did I, I cried that twice, and it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's like, it's like my lip like quivering, and I just like look kind of weird and sound weird. And, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I tried, but I yeah. Every year, I I um I just you know I break down, and they're like, oh my gosh, she's a human. Yeah, exactly. So. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. 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 So. But, well, that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to uh, visit with me. And, yeah. um, you know, I've learned a lot just from hearing about your experiences in your first year and even what you're doing now. And I know yeah. that the people listening are going to learn a lot too. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad to share. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's what you really wanted. I feel like I didn't talk about math at all. I'm like, <laughs> it, math it, is important. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids, do your math. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it'll, it'll get you somewhere, I promise. No, that's awesome. No, this was perfect, and I really appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, of course. No problem at all.